How did that affect you to hear that porn star James Dean is a potential rapist? Well, I mean, was rape like said like he he was a rapist? Well, well, I think that when you, even in the context of pornography, if if you have certain boundaries and someone's not respecting that, that becomes a rape situation. Yeah, all right, I guess so. Like, I don't know the terms at all. But, but I mean, were you like, a fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I can say that I was, I was a fan. Like, he would probably be, like, one of the better performers, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Top, like, five. Top whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, and, Jimmy Page, you know? I, I don't like Jimmy Page, but let's say I did. Yeah, I was going to say I don't like Jimmy Page. But. It would be like... When he was accused of kidnapping that 14-year-old. Yeah. And then it's just a bunch of people making excuses for him because he's Jimmy Page. Same with Pete Townsend and the the kiddie porn and all that shit. Yeah. Like, Like, I don't want to just flatly defend the guy, you know? But, like, there seems to be a lot of people coming to his defense in, in their little industry thing. Oh, yeah? Little. Like, like who? Like, I saw Lexi Bell said something, and um, Dana, what's-her-face, Dearmond. Like, like, there are some people, but it's just, like, such a minority. But have you noticed, like, it went away, and, like, he's just back making porn and shit again? Really? He's, he's back in the business? Yeah, like his website's up. They just he just released a movie and shit, and it's like, oh, okay, like false alarm, I guess, you know. And like that just shows you like how little power the women have in that industry. Is like sad as that is. But has it changed your perception when it comes to his work? <sighs> like I find, you know. I mean, it's, it's not like I follow specific actors or actresses, but, mm-hmm. you, you know, I've seen, like, some thumbnails, and I'm like, nah, I'm going to stay away from that. Yeah, you know, I've seen him fuck girls under under sinks, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that was the thing he did to one of the girls, yeah. and she was complaining about, like, how she hated it. Huh. But, like, in... In the in the porns that he's doing, when he's doing it, like the girls afterwards, like talk about how they love it. Yeah. So I'm like, I think this guy kind of just fucks girls how he thinks they want to get fucked, and like some of the girls love it, and some of the girls like don't love it, and like they kind of like say stop and shit, and like I think they're like he just goes to a place when he's doing it, like he's used to girls saying stop and shit. Now. Here's the problem, like, why the fuck, you know, dude, like, you gotta be better to people than how he is, and, like, that's fucked up. And while I'm not gonna use the term, like, rapist and shit like that, but, like, that's definitely fucking too much. And I don't know, dude, like, I've never been into, like, a, like, rough beat-the-girl-up sex, because I'm like, well, I, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to be able, I wouldn't want to be doing that, like, you know what I mean? But it's not necessarily you have to be into it. I'm sure you don't want to shoot people either, but you you enjoy an action film. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I'm in porn, like, sitting there thinking about fucking the girl. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not watching... I don't watch Braveheart thinking, like, someone get me a fucking sword here. Like, I watch porn, and I'm like, yo, like, throw that fucking piece of shit at me and, like, watch me fuck her. And, you know, like, or I'm, like, into the girl, like, enjoying it or whatever the fucking, you know, whatever... Well, that's, I mean, in that moment, you that's know? the assumption that one makes is that they're enjoying it. Yeah, and when the girl's like not like openly not enjoying it, I'm like, well, then what the fuck is this? I'm watching a guy jerk off with a girl's body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then I'm like, that's misery. That's not what I'm. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I keep like, this is a lot like the the thing and. In Boogie Nights, when they're talking, when Dirk Diggler's talking about Johnny Watt, and he's like, I mean, that's not sexy, Jack. <laughs> like, and it's not. I mean, like, dude, like, it's supposed to be like a sex, like, arousal thing. And if the girl's in misery, like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm sorry I'm watching this now, you know? But it's also an area that's really complex. And I think by default, you make the presumption that they're in a situation or scenario that they're enjoying it. Or at least that's how you are imagining it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just wish, I, I like, I wish, you know, nobody would, I wish there was no victims in porn, but that's just never going to be a thing, right? No, there's always going to be a degree of, like, exploration and, like, testing boundaries. I don't yeah, think there's any way I mean, around that. Like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, don't you think like a, a, a like a titty fucking video is kind of passe to a like if I watched a girl I've seen do like gangbangs before like do like a titty fucking scene I'm like there's not really a lot of sexual exploration going well, on. In well, this yeah, video. but you don't know what happened, you know, before that scene. Maybe well, no, she was I mean, threatened I or treated shittily or yeah, I, I mean. I mean, it's always a degree of, like, unknown in that. Yeah, I mean, well, I read a thing that, like, or maybe it was, like, a Vice documentary about porn. Like, all the camera guys and stuff, like, do normal work, usually. And they just do porn on the side and use fake names or shit like that. Yeah. But even, even like, Cash is King in their world, like, they'll just do... Under the table, pay me in cash, fucking, and I'll film this shit for you. You know what I mean? Like, and they film a lot of porn on Sundays and Saturdays and shit. And I think, honestly, like, there's probably, like, a big underhanded, like, money laundering thing going on with porn. And, like, there's probably a lot of dirty, fucking, shitty people involved in it. Yeah. And as much as it's cool to, like, see, you know, what, what was the awards? They just, the AVN awards that they have. Like, it's, like, cool to see that that's a thing. And, I mean, your girl Riley won. I know you're very excited for. But, I I mean, I think, like, that, you know, aside from Evil Angel and, like, a couple of websites, there's probably, like, a huge just sect of weird fucking porn run by weird fucking people who make a ton of money and are really fucking nefarious, shitty people with it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's probably, like, fucking oil, you know? Well, do you think it, you know, like, the, uh, the, the audition couch, or... Haven't you ever got the vibe that that's sort of whatever? 
<sighs> Casting couch. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm just thinking about your question. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot. I, I mean, obviously, to want to 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 do porn, you have to like sign the thing, right? You know what I mean? Like, there's no casting couch video of a girl who. I don't know. Maybe there is like casting couch videos of girls who got duped into signing the fucking thing and didn't get paid. Like, but yeah. I think like, girls would I'm, say I'm thinking, the R word after. But I'm thinking they all got paid, but. But maybe the scenario where they're, you know, they're thinking they're going to do photos and then they get coaxed into doing more, that could be yeah, a thing. Yeah, you know, see, that's when casting coach was never a thing for me. Like, I never like watching porn where the girl isn't the aggressor. Do you well, know what I mean? Well, that one just seems like, and I've heard people theorize on it, like on a podcast, it, it just seems like that one's a bit more real than, you know, it's not... Bang bus or something. No, hundred percent. I I agree with you there. And like the, the main dude, I I'm not sure if it's the same dude making all the videos, but I remember when he started out, like it was whatever. But then suddenly, at some point, he had this huge scar across his fucking torso. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was some violent altercation that resulted in what he's yeah. doing. Or, like, a revenge thing, or... Well, because he's interviewing them, and he's... You know, yeah. they're saying, like, yeah, my boyfriend's outside. Like, oh, how, how long could that realistically last? I don't know, man. Like, like that's scary to me, like, too. Like, and also, you know what's weird about those things is, like, there's a lot of one-offs in Casting Couch. Yeah. Like, it's not like there's, like, a Casting Couch where that launched, like, a million evil angel careers. Right. It's just, there's a lot of one and dones with that. So, yeah, I mean, but that makes me, like, want to even see it less and less. Like, when you, when you enter in, like, those factors, and it's just like, alright, I'm watching this guy trick girls into fucking him. Like, that's horrible. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, there's some fucking weird dude, like, honestly, like. But there are probably some chicks who enter porn and they think it's gonna be hip and, you know, awesome, and then maybe they realize, yeah, I don't really like how that felt, and then they never do it again. Well, how about how about your girl Remy, right? Like yeah. the first the first scene she did was a gangbang, huh. and and it, what like I think I I read an interview where she's like, I think I was just supposed to be chewed up and spit out in one movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like she just kind of wrote it out and became famous within her industry. Because of, you know, like, she's pretty and, like, you know, whatever reason, more people wanted to see her. But, if you, I mean, if you look it up, like, gangbang movies, like, there's a lot of one-and-dones in that, too, of just fucked-up strippers, like, and not a lot of pretty girls and stuff. And, you know, I always think about it, like, wow, what would what would make somebody film a scene where they, like, fuck four guys on camera... And then that's it. You never see him again. It's like, how did you get so desperate to do it once and then, like, never do it again? And I'm like, well, how many of these people are fucking dead or in jail now? Or, you know what I mean? Like, fucking did some desperate act to fucking get money for a lawyer or something. And I I just, I don't know, man. When you get into, like, the deep part of, like, See, there's, like, all right, there's, like, professional porn that, like, me and you talk about, like, we talk about with, like, Katie St. Ives and shit like that. 
And then there's like amateur porn, which is like no one's really making a ton of money off of it or any money at all. Right. But there's like this weird second wave between the two of them that's like professionally produced, like really weird people fucking. And that's like the weirdest thing to me. Like that's where casting couches, that's where like, you know what I mean? Like Cum Fiesta's not there and Bang Bros isn't there. But then like there's like some weird websites in the middle that are like some dude paid some fucking like not famous porn star to blow him on camera and he's in the selling it himself. Yeah. Or you know, and like that's like a crazy thing to me, like is that regulated at all by anybody? And, like, who the fuck watches it? Like, how do you come across that shit? Because if you look up, I mean, X-Hamster or whatever, like, the, you know, the the, the the tube sites online. Yeah. Like, there's just, like, a crazy amount of porn. And yeah. not all of it is completely amateur and not all, and you know, very little of it is, like, you know, like, the famous, like, shit like, shit like fucking your girl Riley would be doing. Right, right. And I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it's weird. And it's also weird, like, how how long I've been talking about porn here. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of like, holy shit, look at all these opinions I think I have. Well, well there's a lot of in-between stuff where you don't really know where it's coming from. Yeah, a ton of it, you know? But that, back to James Dean, it just seems like he was a dude who's like, doing the whole Fifty Shades of Grey type thing, which I'm sure a lot of women like. Yeah. But, um, again, it's it's supposed to be fantasy, and that's what it is for most people. But if in reality he's taking it to a place where it isn't, then that's, you know, that's a horrible thing. Like, it's, <sighs> it's, it's it seems pretty hard to uh, get behind him. Yeah, I mean, I don't, what is the defense? Like, you know, like, for every girl that defended him and shit, like, it's like, okay, cool, like, I'm glad you're speaking about it, but, like, no dude, no dude should, like, offer up any, like, I mean, this is, like, like, um, like, who's the girl, what's the girl's name who has her own website there? Angel. Angel. Um... That was dating him. I'm not she, sure. you know, she's the one who said she got Joanna Angel. She said she said she got fucked under his sink and like he would like ignore like safety words and shit like that. It's like okay, like you know, Dana Dana Diarmond comes out and says like, no, James never did any shit like that with me, and it's like oh cool, like. But it, yeah, it, it doesn't really mean anything, does it? It's so anecdotal. No, but that's like the thing, and like that's why team is such a retard, like. It's just, like, you offering up your experiences with him. Like, say you fucked him, like, a hundred times on film. That's not what's being talked about. It's Right. It, what's the daily life with this guy as a person? And if it's that terrifying and fucking shit like that, like, what are you doing? And, I mean, we're talking about a guy. I read a little thing on him. All right, he's been in the business, like, something like seven years, and he's filmed over, like, 2,000 scenes. Yeah. So, I mean, he usually fucks, like, at least two or three times a day. And right. that's whatever, and that's, you know, like, hey, cool, like, dicks. But, 
Or it works out to be like almost two scenes a day. So I mean, like, not seven years, but like I think it's like four thousand scenes or something crazy, some crazy number. And it's like, I I mean, like after a while, like what what is normal sex to you? Like I like I mean like I dude I dig I dig sex, but like I think if I was fucking two times a day, like sometimes three plus my like professionally, <laughs> and then plus plus my personal life, like. Lines probably get like wildly blurred there, and like I'm not saying the dude has an excuse. I'm saying like maybe this motherfucker should have seen the way he was treating people. Yeah, you know. Now, I talked to my I, I talked to a friend of mine who, you know, has has slept with the dude and has fucking whatever on film as well, and she was saying that these two girls are just jealous you know, whatever's and they're just fucking they're angry that the kid is in movies and shit like that and they're they're not anymore and they're just doing whatever they're doing and nobody really cares about them. Yeah. But I mean like enough girls have come out on yeah. the opposite side of things. Where like I even told her, I'm like, dude, like you can't say that shit like you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and not even that it's a different time, but like, it really is not right to say, well, this dude never did anything like this with me, so they're probably just jealous. Like, it's like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, it's, it's a horrible thing to do to people. And I think, I think porn kind of dehumanized them. Well, I, I think the main thing that, uh, is being overlooked would probably be that, people don't necessarily make the distinction between fantasy and reality when they're watching porn. Because if you're watching porn, like, as a woman and you like James Dean, you're probably thinking, well, we're in a relationship and he knows exactly what I want, exactly what makes me tick. And therefore, he's not crossing any boundaries, no matter how aggressive he might seem. Yeah, or if you're, like, the fantasy is, like, it's a one-off you know what I mean? Like you're cheating on your husband with him or something. Like you know, like yeah. Then it's supposed to be amplified and wild and all that. Yeah, you know, and like I just think, I think this guy wasn't anything for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, he and, named himself James Dean. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which is just like a shut up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was he was a weird character, and I remember before all this came out, uh, I had a discussion. And I was like, he definitely seems like a maybe sociopathic Ted Bundy type character. Did you ever get that vibe before hearing about him? I I I never did because like I I always kind of thought he was like well liked. Like I always kind of pictured him as like. I don't know, like, part of the crew. Like, I never really... But I never paid attention to him, personality-wise. But people don't pay attention, and I I think the reason that they don't is because when you're in that mode, it puts you in a really interesting dichotomy because on one hand, there's all this potential horror that it could be, but on the other hand, you are... Sex is so gripping that you're probably thinking in the mindset of, wow, like, I, I really enjoy this... And I think that's part of the problem with, like, titillation. Like, not even in just this in the media. Like, how often do you hear 
like a story of like a potential rape or some sexual abuse case where you're listening to it and you're thinking you're just imagining the scenario where nothing went wrong as opposed to what actually happened oh yeah everything is like that you know but that's just kind of I mean when you when you fantasize you you don't really cross eyes and dot the T's right yeah that's the whole point you're not thinking about things and that's what makes it you know a fantasy yeah but isn't that what makes it like the worst I mean if it's something bad yeah so why should I mean like so that's this dude's excuses like hey I lived in a fantasy like well how the fuck was I gonna come out of it you know I don't think he has an excuse but if, if you read what he tweeted about it it didn't seem very convincing I never read what he I didn't I don't know, to be honest with you I don't really care what his take on this is it's like uh, what was said wasn't true or something something respect whatever it, it just seemed like what would you what you would say if you had to say something but gee thanks bro thanks for checking in with that really important nothing I, I I don't know. But but how many respected actresses were you know like came out against him in your opinion? I I mean everyone that came out against him like should be taken seriously, right? Well, it was like uh probably people you like, right? Like uh, uh Amber. I, yeah, well, I mean like her right off the bat it's like holy shit, like, you know. And if anybody, uh, like, I've seen, like, take a beating on film, it's her. Yeah. So, like, the people he was calling out are, like, you know, despicably filthy scumbags in, in a good way. And if they have a problem with it, then I think that indicates that there's probably a problem there. But, but it's also a case of, like... If you were in court and you brought it up, how do you bring it up and be like, yeah, he committed rape, but there's also a video of me, like, eating ass in public? Well, it, it gets what? It gets hard to be, like, to try to moderate that sort of thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, come on, like, you're, that's putting the victim on fucking, you know, on trial a little bit too, isn't it? It and is. Also, it I, is, I, I want her it, to be... Go ahead. It's a matter of perception, too. Yeah, I mean, like, I want her to be loved for what she did, by the way. But, <laughs> I I don't know, man. But it's also an issue of not respecting that profession, either. But why should she have to? Like, like, like shouldn't porn be just, like, a respectable, regulated profession? <sighs> yeah, but, like, so, so then why is it... Why, why are we coming down on her for that, then? No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that the reality of it is most people are probably going to view it through a lens of, well, you did this with someone else. Are you, are you really making this argument? No, no, no. I guess you're right. And yeah, that, that's... Like, so before all this, you know, I thought he was a good performer. Yeah, yeah. I think that would stand, right? But but now it's like uh, I don't know about that. It's like <sighs> how could you watch someone and you don't know if you're watching a snuff film or not? 
And, and I don't think this is something that you bring up frivolously if you're the person who did it. I mean, if you're the person who, who uh, complained about it. Yeah. Well, it just seems like it's there's a lot of there's a lot of gray area with this fucking thing, man. And I don't want I don't want him to like. Do you really want to hear from this guy right now? Like at all? Shouldn't he just kind of fade into obscurity? Yeah, but, like, if he didn't do it at the same time, like, and people are still going to buy his shit, like, like, why should he? Right. And do you think the majority of, like, James Dean fanatics really care? No. Probably not. If if you're, like, a dedicated uh, James Dean filmography owner, you're probably not going to really... You're not going to give a shit because you probably have potentially low standards for anything regarding with consent anyway. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I, I kind of liked James Dean beforehand. Yeah. But now, now, like, honestly, it's funny. Like, you see him, like, when I see him, like, have rough sex with a girl, I'm like, well, I don't, I definitely am not into this. Like, <laughs> like, is this fucking girl even into this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because Amber Rain, like, she's been in so many films where it looks like she's completely powerless. Oh, yeah, yeah. That for her to, like, pick out this dude, yeah. it's just like, oh, shit. Like, right. what the fuck? And, like, the stories of what he was doing to her is, like, horrifying. And I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like there should be people in the industry who don't let this shit happen. But in a, in a lot of ways, it's like the Wild Wild West where yeah. fucking... You know what I mean? Like, shit like that can happen, and the girl's got to, like, just kind of get through it. And it's like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what we're right. talking about is, like, he, like, ripped her ass and shit and, like, fucking, like, punched her, like, close-fisted. And it's like, fuck, man, like, this broad just took a beating, you know? Well, I, well, I think Amber Rain, she's been in a lot of things that it's, like, hostile level extreme. So for her to be complaining, you gotta add some legitimacy there. Yeah, like you know, like it is like, hey, when when a complete soldier yeah. is like, hey, I felt, you know what I mean, like overwhelmed. Then I'm like, oh shit, like maybe we should take care of this girl, you know. But she's not just anyone either, though. She's like, she's like the epitome of who who you would name as like the ability to take degradation and enjoy it and all that. Yeah, you know, like I've seen her get calmed on in public and shit. You know, like walk around and shit. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like I, I kind of wish she just had her shit together better. Like, as a person, I guess. So, ultimately, do you think it was a good move on uh, Stoya's part to tweet and out him in that way? Well, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe. I I think it was because, you know, the way the system's set up, Mm -hmm. like, let's say she has a legitimate claim, 
in regards to, you know, the things she's talking about, what other alternative do you have to getting a years-long court case where you're not probably going to come out on top, either, yeah, but like, I... the way you come out looking and financially? But no, but, like, that's the way you should fucking handle it, if anything. Yeah, you know? just, just put the word out. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, well, I, I know you have something to record. I have another one I could bring up, but I'm yeah. guessing you might well, want to get to uh, business and your other stuff. Yeah, I gotta go do that shit, but, um... Do you want to finish where we left off yesterday uh, first, or what? Yeah, sure. Well, we we did a good bit about James Dean, the the actor, uh, the other modern actor. <laughs> but I, I don't know if we can do as much on this other uh, so, uh, subject I had. Which is Mia Matsumia. No, I don't know who she is. Oh, you don't know her? Well, that definitely no. ruins it. Well, she was a violinist for K.O. Dot. Oh. And what, yeah. she, what she did was um, recently she became quite popular in the news for having chronicled 10 years of sexual harassment on the internet thanks um, <laughs> well I saw that um, do you know like the, what's the girl's name from the show the girls or girls uh, Lena Dunham yeah yeah. she came out with this thing like she's not going to post on twitter anymore until right. something is put in place to like help girls not be sexually harassed constantly on it yeah and how long did that last? I don't know. But, like, I mean, I'm sure by now she's broken it, but it, it, she said she was going to start. And, like, I was thinking, like, that's like, actually, like, kind of nice. Like, I, I would be so happy to get rid of the Ooh. people that fucking do that. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Lena Dunham. Oh, no, her. Too. Like, that'd be great, too. Like, we can get rid of her. <laughs> like it would be the the best possible scenario is if like there's like a standoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? well, well, I don't post there, so I don't really know what the deal is. I don't know what the etiquette well, is. Well, I mean, it's not like it's known on Twitter. I just I read it somewhere else. Like I don't, I would never. No, I, I mean, as far as you know, the harassment and all this stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, you can imagine it's just like anything else. I mean. You, you, well, it actually, it's it's worse. You don't need to have your name, and you can directly interact with people. So yeah, anyone, anybody, you know what I mean. And so you, you can't filter them out, even right? No, you can block them, but like even blocking them doesn't mean like they can't. The means like it their would, shit won't show up in like something you look for. It would be like, like blocking a herd of people, right? Like yeah. But then, on top of it, like, you can't block somebody and have them not read your shit, I think, if you're, like, a public figure. So, like, say Lady Gaga wants to block me, right? Yeah. 
Like, she can block me, but I can still respond to her, and, like, people who also follow her can read what I'm saying, and then on top of it, like, (laughs) what I'm saying, like, gets out there with her name attached, and it's just like, well, that's not good. But but I think that's a good thing, because... It it's just it just gets to a point where you know what are you going to be as human at that point if you if you could like uh, make this reality would you want it to be reality no but in real but life that doesn't mean that these people like have any reason to be hurt you know no but it it's also like just people who want to avoid reality to some degree. And I don't know if you want to placate them. I don't... Well, I don't know. Like, Be- I just... because, Okay, well, let's use this example. Like, uh, me and you have both been blocked, right? Uh, yeah. And you see how the conversation goes when, when you've been blocked as part of a group? <laughs> well, I would say... I would say it's different in the sense of... Like, Lady Gaga, right? Like, I'm just making it up. But she's a public figure and she herself is like saying, Hey guys, like, you know, I like black Sharpie markers. And then like, it's not like it's the, it's not like it's Facebook where she's just another name on a screen, you know, like people are drawn to what she has to say because of who she is. Not because she's just a peer or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like she's much more important than stupid, ugly. What's her face? So you think there should be some sort of hierarchy? Well, no, not even hierarchy, but people shouldn't have to sit through other people's fucking crazy bullshit just because they don't know what else to do. But at some certain point, you can't really block everyone. You can't even block a subset of people. Well, no, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, if I'm Lady Gaga or, well, I'm going to keep using Lady Gaga because I don't care. But if I'm Lady Gaga, I just hire somebody to just permanently block everybody. Like, but pe- then, like, like you don't have Instagram either. Like, it it really is fucking crazy what people have to say. I, I've seen a few ones of like some adult film ladies, and it's very sad. And that's like porn people. Like, like imagine the people who don't like are still fucked up, but still don't like communicate themselves out through like two porn stars like 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 john cena's like instagram comments are fucking crazy like anti-semitic like wild shit being said like arguments about politics and like people saying like we need to send mexicans back and you're like why the fuck is this happening here you know but that's just sort of what the internet is and and that's its role it's that collective hive mind, and you know, it's like this, inf- like this infinite uh, wild west. You know, anything goes, sort of place. Yeah, but that doesn't mean like that doesn't mean one person shouldn't have the ability to control exactly what they take in. But but it's not like he's reading through. Well, that's the thing. Like sometimes, like. Like, even I did it. Like, whenever, like, her name would enter my thing, I would respond to her and be like, hey, remember when you fingered your sister's pussy? Uh, who? Lena Dunham. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
Because she did. I mean, like, it was, like, a thing. But I, I, <laughs> I mean, that's not, I mean, that's kind of horrible, but well, I don't care, though, because I'm not doing it, like, maliciously. I'm not doing, I'm just doing it like, hey, you're stupid, shut up. But at the same time, like, I understand how someone, like, if she opens up her thing, you know, like, and it just says right off the bat, you're, you're a fucking fat can't keep your clothes on like why would she why should she have to sit through that every day i mean well there's also the thing of the tone people don't necessarily understand what tone you specifically are coming from when you say something like that yeah but i mean like this poor lady like all right like why should she have to read over and over again you're fat um like now i understand she's fat and I understand if I had my druthers, I would scream, you're fat in her face. But I I don't feel like... Well, if she I, doesn't want to do that, then she shouldn't be a public figure. Because that's no, what they face. No, that's faced. fine. Yeah, that's fine. And, but why shouldn't she have the right to fucking control what she takes in? She's not saying, like, like you know what I mean? Like, no one should be able to say anything to anybody on the internet. But, and it is kind of annoying from her end when she said, I want a way for women to say they were sexually harassed. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like a, hey, let me stand up for everybody type of a deal. Right. But I, I just, I've, I don't like it when that shit happens. Well, I'm not fam familiar with it, but I know it does happen to men more where they're harassed. What, and more men? Yeah, you know what? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've played video games online, right? Yeah. And did you hear about this case recently in Canada? Negative. Um, basically, this dude, like three feminists basically conspired to smear his name, and he was in this, like, years-long court battle over it, over, you know, 22 tweets he made over the course of two months. And none of them were, like, outwardly sexist or, you know, vulgar either. He was just stating his opinion and in a stern way. And uh, basically the girls were, or the, the, the main woman was basically claiming her right to not have her feelings threatened because it could lead to something down the line. Because it could. Yeah, so... And that ended unfavorably for the, the feminists in that situation. Well, I, while, while I'm, I, I understand, you know, the idea of all that, like, what, what, isn't that kind of just like one dude having a problem? Well, I think it's like a microcosm for the way a lot of people think. But, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, do you want to, are we turning this into like a red pill thing? Like, where like men men are also victims. Uh no, but I but I think it just points to like the hypocrisy of it. I mean, and I also think most women don't agree with that either. No, but I I just think I don't know if we get into like a men's rights thing. Like, what are we? Like, like I've said this before, but it's like so hard to like stand up for like white men that I just don't even I don't even know what to say. Like, yeah, I think a lot of them do catch, you know, shitty, shitty fucking goes of it with, with, when it comes to, 
you know, like, like being able to voice an opinion or fucking getting a raise at work and shit like that because of who they are. But at the same time, it's like, dude, like, I don't, I don't know what to say for them. Well, well, I can get into this. Well, what, what are these great rights that men have? Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, it's all kind of like a quote unquote privilege to be, you know, that we already have and stuff. It's bestowed into us as white men. And I don't know. Like, I, I, but where, really, where's the actual aren't... proof? What, where's the actual proof? Yeah. I don't know. Like, people, like, the people who argue this shit, like, have answers to this sort of thing. Like, I definitely don't. Well, I've looked into it a lot. I like, I like look into it, but I don't pick a side. And I, I think the main issue with all this stuff is that no one really cares except for the people who are in these groups. And then yeah. the rest of society is just, you know, doing their own thing. Well, yeah, I mean, but, like, when they argue, like, nobody cared about the plight of the American Indian until people stood up for him. Well, see, see, that would be an issue worth bringing up. But, you know, oh, yeah. there's but no, no one I to mean, speak like, to that's them. The thing. Like, them. Who, who's to say that the difference between that being an issue worth bringing up and not being an issue worth bringing up is, like, all in who you talk to. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, like, dude, I'm, like, I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't care about. But, but this is one of the biggest problems I see as far as the internet is concerned. It's that basically you've got advertising revenue and you need sensationalism and you need clickbait articles. And so anything can be propped up to seem bigger than it is. Like, have you seen these articles where this is, quote, journalism, and what they use to defend themselves is posting tweets from random users. No, but, I, yeah, you, I you haven't, like, like, you can say, like, uh, remember when that guy who, uh, he landed a rocket on a comet? Yeah. And the, he wore a, he wore a shirt of like a lady with in a bathing suit or something. It was a bunch of ladies with guns, you know, in bathing suits. Yeah, and I and I think the equivalent of that would be like a girl with like Rambo type figures on her shirt. It, it's yeah. really it's really not a big deal. It, it makes sense in the context of a retro eighty sort of thing. Yeah, but didn't everybody kind of laugh? that off when that when like that weird sect of the population were offended anyways well it was on uh, a few people took it seriously and it in a way it garnered more attention than the fact that he you know landed a oh. rocket on a comet no yeah definitely but at the same time like i mean we're talking about like a couple people opinions and i mean like i i don't know like do we really want to stand up and fight against idiot like you know the well, well, the, the, the unvocal well this is the whole thing is that it this is what trends and this is what gains traction and as far as the news this is what hits the high watermark as far as popularity like uh here here's a more recent example uh, jennifer lawrence said something at the golden globes and uh oh yeah she yelled at somebody right for having she, their phone she, she yelled at some journalist. And any article can sway any opinion they want 
and just reference literally random people on Twitter. I mean, if it's a celebrity, it helps. But I've looked at these articles a lot of times where they're like, oh, there's an outrage throughout the internet. And you, you look at the, you know, the tweets that they're quoting and it's got like three favorites, you know, one retweet. Yeah. And, and they claim I mean, it's like not really journalism. It's sort of like what they want to be sensational. Yeah, but isn't that kind of just what people are going to do? They're going to fucking chew whole stuff to fit the narrative just so they can get the fucking, just so they can set up a premise to write a better, ha, look at this article. Yeah, and I mean, that's my main problem with it is that, but they do have sway and they do have power. I mean, we're talking about it right now, even if we're not agreeing with it. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a thing. <laughs> and it, it it doesn't matter. You can invent any narrative you want now. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a thing. Like, it, it, there's always... I don't know. There's always a weird way to, like, set people up to to get to get to like knock them down just to make yourself look better. Or, you know what I mean? You know, just to have a news article or to have some agenda you're trying to fill where you either don't like a person or you don't like a specific point of view. Yeah. And you're trying to attack it in any way you can. Well. But, but speaking of that, I was looking up movies today to see what good is coming, you know, in 2016. Go on. And uh and and I came across one that said untitled Jennifer Lawrence Amy Schumer project. Oh, that they wrote together. Oh, did they? I think that's a thing. Huh. Isn't that just repugnant? Uh, I think that's probably at the bottom of my of my list underneath the, you know, the new Ghostbusters they're gonna try and make. Ugh. Um <laughs> I didn't think you could get lower than that movie for something I want to see, but they figured out how to do it. I, um, I really like Jennifer Lawrence. Like, I think she's really talented. You know, obviously she's talented sure. and she's yeah. a great actress and all who get, who cares? But I, I don't like, I don't, that doesn't mean like, I think she's going to be interesting to do a movie. Like, um, do you know that, uh, I don't know. We'll stay on this topic. Never mind. I'll, I'll add that later. No, go ahead. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is producing a movie about global warming in 2047 and how we're all going to be like, it's called like Sandcastle or something like that. No, I don't know that, but I do know <laughs> he is one of those dudes. Yeah. Oh, he's really one of those dudes. And... <laughs> It, it sounds, it sounds like such a fucking terrible, like, <laughs> it already sounds like I'm gonna hate this more than I hated Crash, which, which was an incredible amount. Well, are you familiar with the movie Collapse? Uh, which documentary? No. It's a documentary about this guy named Michael C. Rupert who's basically saying, uh, peak oil is gonna happen, and then, 
everything's going to be, you know, chaos. Thank you. He, he basically, like, one of the best parts of the documentary is he basically, uh, you know, shows this graph of, like, how the population is doing. And, how are we know, doing? It's doing fine. Then there's an uptick, and then there's the black, like, the black plague, and then it goes down. And, and, and it's just pretty steady. And then as soon as oil comes about and the industrial revolution, it just yeah. shoots up insanely. And his whole theory is that there's no bubble without, you know, an immediate downfall like that. And he's just basically positing that there's going to be peak oil where there's too much demand and not enough supply. And he doesn't, and he was one of the people who, who doesn't believe oil is a finite he believes oil is a finite resource. Well, I mean, like, I, I don't really know much to disagree with him or anything like that. Well, well the whole documentary, which was good, and it was made by Chris Smith, who made the American movie, but... Oh, wow, really? It, it The thing about him is that he's the most interesting part of the documentary, is his, you know pathology and depression and you know paranoia yeah and, uh, i don't know but he ended up killing himself not too long ago so did he really yeah oh my god i had no, I had no idea that fucking dude killed himself the the collapse guy yeah well the the american movie guy oh no no not the director oh well what the fuck I'm <laughs> so you know he was really deep in the shit and anyway like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, I remember re- reading a story about how he gave, you know, the DVD to, like, the prime minister of some European country. Oh, thank you. <laughs> God. What? Is there anything, like, weirder than, like, the, the self-importance of celebrities? It's, you know, I like that they have a voice. Oh, I do that too, but I, I mean, I do like that too. I just wish, like, it wasn't as dumb all the time. Yeah, it's always sort of, it's, it's like vaguely in the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes. But, it, like, oh my god, like, what a completely unimportant thing to, like, be the voice of. Well, has there been any celebrity opinion that hasn't made you cringe? Uh, besides, um, Ben Affleck, uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Uh, but even, even, no, Mar- no, I mean, like, I don't, but I don't care either. Like, I mean, if, if, like, the humanitarian efforts of some guys is just kind of like the same as, you know, guys who don't do it yeah. or whatever. Like, I'm not that, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and pick out things that guys have said that I agree with and been like, that's good. Well, you, and then, you can't, though. That's the thing. It's, it's really hard. Huh? It, it's really hard to pick out good celebrity political opinions. Well, no, I mean, like, I'm sure there are some. Like, well, I, you... I mean, like, generally I agree with, with Teller from Penn, or Penn from Penn and Teller. But he's... Like, I think, He's so not your typical Hollywood dude. He's not like an actor. 
No, not at all. Which is probably why I, d- I don't hate him. But you know, l- let me think of some like l- like when Clint Eastwood was interviewing a chair. I'm sure you've seen oh, this man. video. That, that was sad. That doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, remember when, like, I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow who who was saying, like, you know, the average food stamp you get is $27 a week. That's more than enough to get a healthy meal, right? And so in order to prove that, she, you know, she budgeted her meal for the week on $27. And then she was like, oh, shit, this is fucking hard and terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's kind of crazy of her. Especially well, when, like, someone like her drinks probably, like, $27 worth of coffee a day. Yeah. You know, but, but, like... Like, I could, like, go down the list. Like, even Marlon Brando, when he did the whole Native Americans in movies protest at the Oscars... That was some cool shit, though. Is it, though? I thought it was cool. I mean, it's like you can not accept the award, then. Like, not yeah, send well, I mean, someone to... Yeah, well, I mean, he's done that to, as well. But he sent someone to, you know, give this speech. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it was a little... It was more theatrical than the other people, but I don't necessarily think... You know, it really bothers me, like, when you say, like, when people say the Oscars this year are too white, or such and such video games aren't feminist enough, because I don't really think that there's enough validity to those criticisms. I think if people want to make those criticisms, what they should do is make games and make movies. Yeah. Well, that's a big... That's the thing, though, is, is they don't. They, I guess they're lobbying to get the right people in the right in the right creative dis, um, positions. But, now, that sucks. <laughs> like it just sucks that you guys can't get there without telling other people to move over for them. But it's it's never about wanting to build themselves up. It's like tear the old thing down and build off of that. But that's always what it's going to be, you know? Well, I don't think it necessarily should be. Like, Oh, no, it definitely shouldn't be. But that's just the thing, that rather than actually catch up yeah. with themselves, and, they, they and, fucking just don't... And you know? point it out in the process and get political credit for it. I mean, if you could point out the injustices that you perceive that Hollywood has... You know, someone's going to notice that, and you're going to get credit for it. But if you if you just want to tear it down, you're not going to be able to do it. And, and I really don't think that there's any excuse, like, to have Spike Lee get on his soapbox and be just... Like, is there anyone worse than him? <sighs> Who's worse than Spike Lee? I guess Lena Dunham is the list. <laughs> well, but I—I I mean, I remember when Spike Lee had a problem with uh, Quentin Tarantino for too many for his use of the N word, and it was yeah. just like, but that's not 
him using it. It's it's the characters he's writing in the. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But like, it's like, oh, you have a problem with his use of the N word? Then like, you should be really mad about all the murders that happened in his movies. <laughs> yeah. And shit like that. But no, it's just. See, stuff like that kind of always drives me crazy. When it's just in a, it's in a like immediate. Like, let me worry about what I care about the most thing. But but do you think that uh, Hollywood doesn't care about black people? Do I do I think Hollywood doesn't care about black people? Yeah. Like, are you asking me or yeah, like? Yeah. I think Hollywood is like so so over the top inclusionary that I feel people who think Hollywood like can be like that are completely delusional like I think Hollywood goes out of its way to include races and whatever the fuck you know uh, creeds everything just to go out of their way to do it just so they are the really cool guys in the room you know what I mean well I'm just thinking like just historically I I hate that people can just throw context out of the window I'm thinking throughout history, things have been a certain way. We live, or we were at least brought up in a majority, you know, uh, white culture. And that's sort of the thing. That's why, you know, everyone else is a minority, right? Which which is going to be changing soon. Yeah, well, but, I think it's probably already changed. But, like, I, I really think that there's something... That's just historical and long term and even biological in the sense where how can you have women complaining when we're only a hundred years removed from working the fields all day? When men were the one who, you know, they had to provide worth outside of biological properties. They were the one who had to woo women with songs and stage plays and literature. I, I mean, we're back into like why. Why it's not like why dudes are better than women? No, it, it's it's not even that. Like I don't even necessarily agree with that though. But it's just like why dudes have to take an alternative approach. Women have, um, to me, like a relative, like biological advantage because you know they could automatically procreate. Well, yeah, I mean, like I don't know. Uh, that's 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 like a value system that's just kind of over my head. But don't you think like, like there's like a clear line of like I don't think it's a conspiracy that women aren't as drawn to writing and all this stuff at, at least at the rate that men have been. Well, no, but I mean, like I don't understand. Like, oh, so what are you saying that they should be? That I, th- I think that they shouldn't complain. And instead of, like, typing up shitty blogs, they should type up, you know, shitty scripts. Well, and then, you know, evolve them over time and make them good. Yeah, but that's not what they do. No, why do You know what I mean? People... Like, the, this, this is the problem with the thing, is rather than... I don't know. Rather than trying to, like, coexist and maybe, like, one-up and make a better movie, they want to, like, bring everything else down to the level that they're capable of and they think that's some form of equality yeah well that's the thing and 
it's it's let's slow everyone else down rather than have us catch up you know yeah. and i th- i think we've talked about that before but i mean that that's kind of that drives me crazy it's it's just so lazy and i don't i don't understand it but i don't know like i i guess i'm in the group that doesn't have to you know quote unquote catch up so like how should i know i guess would be what some fucking fat girl would say so well, you might be more hip to it than me. Like, what is the the new good female shit that the they're new doing? Yeah, what do you like, mean? Well, what's the new, you know, great female stuff? Oh, I don't know. I don't think like, I, like I don't it, think a female's ever made anything great. But like, like heart heart wise, is it is it you know the girls the TV show? Yeah, I mean, like, I guess that's the new Sex in the City. That's that's their thing, but I I mean, strictly talking about this from like a what do like like if you do you ever notice like on like certain channels they'll have like a women's a women director week or something like that, and I understand this is kind of like this is kind of treading on the whole like why do we have a Black History Month and not a White History Month. But it's just like it just seems like so weird that people go out of their way to make sure like that's a thing, and I, I don't I don't understand that. Well, it doesn't seem you know honest. It doesn't seem natural or organic or anything like that. No, it just like seems that's forced. Yeah, and I I wouldn't if I was a woman I would like resent that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I guess they don't. Like, that's my thing with gay dudes. Like, I'm like, why do you want marriage? Why do you want what straight people have? Why, why wouldn't you, like, why do you want it? Why wouldn't you want something better? What would be better? I don't know. Like, get your own, get your own version of marriage. That way, when fucking our marriages fail at the rate that we do, like, straight people's marriages fail at the rate, at the rate they do. Like, why wouldn't you have your own thing that, like, beats that marriage thing, you know? Well, I guess the main thing that they need is the rights that, you know... Oh, like, yeah, they definitely should have those rights. I'm not not saying they shouldn't. But what what I'm saying is, like, I think it's weird when people... Like, rather than have their own thing, they want what we have. And I'm like, dude, like... Gay people got through society by being like a hundred times more creative than straight people, being funnier and smarter, you know, and not just fucking just taking, you know what I mean? Like, like just like doing their own thing. And now they're going to, it's going to take. Well, you know, I mean, other people have said it before, but one of the big problems I have is that one on one, everyone is very reasonable and tempered and cool. For the oh, most yeah. part. And then as soon as they become part of a group, there's this whole... It's a nightmare. It's like co-opted by twattiness, and you have drum circles and, you know, shitty signs. And and it's like, what if these people <laughs> had done something else that wasn't that? Like, <sighs> like, like your parade, whether it's for blacks, gays, women, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, abortion... 
Don't you think that time might have been better spent in, like, like it's been 50 years since, what, like, Roe versus Wade, and, like, if you had an argument and you thought it out, like, how long would it realistically take? I don't think it would take 50 years to come up with, the, like, a better solution on whatever side you're on. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really don't know, like, what, like, what's the catalyst on, like, how do you turn everything? I don't know how to, like, create change, so I don't know if I'm in any position to tell people, like, how to do things better, you know? Well, well, I think, like, in most of these situations, things are pretty good. Like, do I think there's institutionalized racism? I would say yes, based oh, on definitely yeah, is. what I know. Yeah. But then when it gets to sexism, you're like, okay, kind of, but not really. I really don't, that's not really a belief I ascribe to anymore that I used to. And I think that was probably historically a problem. But I think that there's a lot of sexist sexism against men that's overlooked as well. So it's it's hard for me to take it seriously. That's a, it's almost impossible, you know. Well, well, I think now we're at the point where I, I guess feminism would be described by me as an overcorrection, and now yeah. it's going too far the other way, and it's rocking back. I mean, I guess, but like, don't. So many people have that opinion. Uh, about the overcorrection or about? Yeah, like over, like feminine, feminism has like pushed back too far. Well, and see, there needs to be like a counter push, but I don't well, think I would hope are, so. What's up? I would hope so, but I don't really, I don't know. Because again, like when I'm reading about this stuff, you know, from the women's side or the men's side, you're you're really only listening to the extremists and the lunatics on either side. And, you know, but, like, the people who listen to them and try to form a moderate opinion are the ones who are probably onto something. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't moderate opinions kind of, like, go in the way of things that have gone away? Uh... It seems like that's something that's not really a thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't remember the last time anybody, like, had a moderate opinion about anything. Well, well, let me say this. Don't don't you hate the fact that there's no outward racism anymore? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, it really turns me off because you haven't eradicated racism. You've just no. made it covert. Yeah, and, and that's it now. And now where people actually understood what they were fighting against and what they didn't like, now it's just this very subtle, uh, you know, coercion or, you know, manipulation. They're screwing you over, like, with a wink. Yeah. Instead of just saying, you know, fuck you, this. But... I don't know, do you, do you, like, that That would drive me crazy if I was, and I mean, like, this is a Patrice thing, like, <laughs> when you get institutional racism, like, the people that we get to, like, yell at and stuff like that aren't the people who are actually pulling the strings and stuff. Yeah. You get 
to yell at the black the, the black hating like white guy crazy racist person and you never really actually get to see the actual racism you know right but whatever i mean like who's really controlling it um i mean i think it would be too easy to say the people at the top or some you know whatever but but I yeah. think that being divisive is definitely a way to secure power. And it could be anyone, you know, who wants their way. Well, who wants it? Like anyone willing to, you know, divide and conquer. But But I also don't ascribe to the notion that these are some, like, very, you know, concerted efforts by people I, th I think it's maybe even like a just like a subconscious thing and not thinking too much thing were yeah, they just I like, mean, like I would hope so were they, were they just like passively accepting you know or subconsciously uh, forming things in such a way where they're you know anyone could just rationalize it to themselves I mean, it's like the whole cop thing. You know, they're, they're, they overprotect the, the other policemen because it's in their best interest. And they're, they're fearing for the worst. They don't want to face lawsuits and all this stuff. No, yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be like a, I think it would be like a slippery slope, right? For cops. Yeah. I mean, you can't really go against the police if you're the police. No, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't like cops, so I don't really care. But it is funny, like, how little of an opinion I have on stuff like that. Like, once it, once you, like, enter in, like, same thing with, like, you know, like, poor, oh, the poor white dudes of society. Like, once things kind of get, like, out of, like, my realm of, like, being concerned enough to defend people, like, I really have no argument, and it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, but the other side doesn't really have an argument either. Well, no, but I mean, like, that doesn't stop them from being opinionated, though. I, I think the day that people stop justifying the fucked up things they do behind, you know, some pseudo sense of righteousness, then things will get better. Because... Like, you couldn't really say, like, the Black Lives Matter movement doesn't have a point, but everything you do is going to be held against you. So when you're stopping a, you know, a six-lane highway, yeah, it gets harder to sympathize, and it just gives fuel to anyone who disagrees with you. And it really does, too. And that's kind of, that's kind of a big problem with the whole thing. Is, they don't, like, I, for some weird reason, like, whoever started this stuff didn't think about like the court of public opinion and shit like that. And like, why would anybody have sympathy for people who are assholes about stuff? You know, yeah. like I instantly, whenever, once they started blocking highways, I was like, Oh, okay. I hate these people. <laughs> like I hate every single one of them. And if like my little cousin one day, like came to me, and was like, 
yeah, hey, man, I'm, like, in Black Lives Matter and stuff. I feel bad for these people. I'd be like, oh, okay, you're a fucking clown. <laughs> because you block fucking highways. I've seen people block highways in the name of that thing. And rather than me have an opinion on it, I'm just going to be like, yeah, cunts do that. And I'm, sh- I'm sure you've seen the videos where, you know, you got people chanting for in favor of, you know, wanting dead cops. Well, and then yeah. it happened. I mean, like, I, I guess, but like, is that really like a, a group of people we have to take seriously? I mean, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the whole sentiment. It's part of the whole fuck the police narrative. Well, you know, what's funny is whenever like people talk about like tea party people, like they do bring up like the craziest, shittiest people in that yeah, group. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I bet you're not allowed to, like, say, oh, yeah, well, hey, what's the difference between that and the Black Lives Matter people who want cops to die? Yeah. But I guess I'm sure someone has, like, strong opinions on this. I really hate everybody. And, uh, well, I guess the final one would be the the Mizu thing. What's Mizu? Uh, I guess it's the University of Missouri. And there was a video where they were doing a protest because they were tired of racism that may or may not have have happened. (laughs) And, well, well, they were, so they were doing a hunger protest. Oh, is this about that lady? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that lady's a huge bummer. That cunty lady, right? Yeah, the lady who, like, hired outside help or muscle or whatever. She called for muscle and, uh, yeah. Oh, God. She 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 very much typifies everything that's wrong with their side of the argument. They're just horrible people. But that's the thing, like, as long as you do it on what you've already, like, considered to be righteous, like, you think you're doing the right thing. So that lady thought she was completely normal, but you know what I mean? Like in that moment, you like people don't realize you become such a fucking, you know, like one minded fucking like all I all everything I do in the name of what I deem is wrong is completely okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, hey, what the fuck? I'm doing the right thing. But like they don't realize like that's kind of how like buildings get blown up and people get killed and you know like abortion doctors get shot like (laughs) like that's all the same thing though that's how the mob mentality starts yeah but like that lady isn't in a mob she was just like the fucking she's like a big leader in that shit yeah and well she she's not like the worst example you can think of but i think she was probably you know at the cusp of it and, and, yeah. But but the the important thing I took out of that is they didn't want the media to make them look bad, and they made themselves look like the shittiest school and people shit. yeah ever. No. So but that- <laughs> I mean I mean they're so so fuck them man that's what I think. 
I'm thinking that they had no valid argument just based on the way that they were acting in that. <sighs> I mean, they were ganging up and bullying some dude who had every legal right to do what he was doing. But isn't that kind of... Isn't that kind of like what they do, though? They get together and rub each other's backs and convince each other, like, the the further that it gets taken, the better? Well, I think everyone wants to be... They want the, the, the satisfaction of the tribalism and being on a group and being on a team, and especially being on a winning team. And But that comes at a cost sometimes if you are you know, misguided as they, as I'm sure all those people know now. But, but I, but it, it also, to me, what that video also represents is despite all the injustices I feel are very real against, um, black people in this country, I think that was probably uh, symptomatic of just like the, demagoguery of you know the black leaders and people like Obama who want to rile up emotion for for like political gain and for effect I, I think well, that's what it leads to I'm still I'm still shocked by demagoguery yeah that was a really good word is it a it's word a, or a is fun it just word. like yeah right it's a word now I've heard it used is it is it it's close enough to being a word that I'm like with you, <laughs> but that's, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like me and you will always be repeated nihilists looking at what people feel and like see them have strong opinions. And me and you are always going to come to the same, like, Oh, who cares thing. And like, I don't know if that makes us like better or worse than people, but I think we're just going to always be in a permanent, like, Oh, like it sucks that you care about stuff. You know, but I don't necessarily feel that sort of way. I don't. I don't know that I would, you know, classify myself as a nihilist. But, uh, but well, we're not. We're, we're nihilistic towards a lot of the opinions and feelings that a lot of people have when it comes to stuff. It's because you know I, I, mean? I think that underneath it all people think that there's going to be in life or in ideology or whatever whatever they you know look up to a moment where they go I'm finished that there's a finality behind all the work that they put in where they can you know rest on their laurels and I don't think that's ever going to come for anyone who's trying to be right and righteous. But but I think I can end on a quote by Christopher Hitchens and tie this up nicely. Word. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I wrote it down, so... Uh, well, I think it fits, and maybe we could add something more to it. Is this a hitch slap? <laughs> no, you're you're going to ruin it, but yeah, I suppose... Well, no, not every quote by him is a fucking hit slap. Well, according to a lot of his fans, it, it, it is. 
Oh god, who cares about those people? Okay, uh... As thinking people and as humans, there are no final solutions. There is no absolute truth. There is no supreme leader. There is no totalitarian solution that says, if you will just give up your freedom of inquiry, if you will just give up, if you will simply abandon your critical faculties, a world of idiotic bliss can be yours. We have to begin by repudiating all such claims, grand rabbis, chief ayatollahs, infallible popes, the peddlers of a surrogate, mutant, quasi-political religion and worship. And that quote is, you know, from his last public appearance before he, you know, passed away from throat cancer or whatever he had. And uh, the reason I like that one in particular is just, I think that that's a very human need, is the need to want to be on autopilot and not have to think anymore. Yeah, but I mean, like, they're kind of like calling me a dick now. Well, who says you're on... But he is on autopilot in his own way, but he's just, like, saying there is no autopilot. Well, he's dead as fuck now, but... I don't know, man. But I, I, do you see that need in people to want to live oh, in idiotic bliss? Yeah, one hundred percent. But I also feel like I'm there too. No, I don't think you are. I don't. Well, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, what do, you, what, do you, what exactly does that mean to you then? Well, uh. I mean, what it, what it means is basically the constant questioning you have about existence and the anxiety about life and all that isn't going to go away. That's what it is to be alive. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm in the group that he's talking about. But don't you, you don't feel always on edge? You don't feel like you're constantly scoffing at an opinion you hear for not being perfect? Yeah, but I'm also... I don't offer up any better solutions, though. And that's the thing. Like, I think everybody should just retire their opinions, like, universally. But they, they, that's so crazy and that's so lazy and just pointless. Like, I don't, even, I don't understand it, you know? Well, I think people should disarm those opinions that are so hard-lying. And I I think that, that that's what you're getting at, and I think that's what people don't do. No, but that's... See, that's the big problem, is... But what... Then what do you... Like, how do you do... How do... Where does, like, maximum... I feel like it's hard... I feel like life would be a lot harder and less interesting if you took out all the corners and edges on people and while I want everybody to just fuck off already with a lot of the same like bullshit opinions like at the same time like I, I don't really have a, a platform of like replacing them with anything in myself I don't believe in anything like so but the most interesting people live on the tip of the lightning bolt when it comes to stuff like that right 
you think that the most they're the most um, hardline and whatever it is they believe <laughs> like don't you think the difference between being like a crazy asshole and being Christopher Hitchens is like being well spoken <laughs> um, I think if you scaled it and put on degrees and all that maybe yeah, I don't know I mean like I like I always liked Christopher Hitchens. I always thought he was a really bright guy and shit like that. And I, I'm not, I have no, I have like nothing poor to say about the guy or anything like close to that. But I just think a lot gets carried out in his name. That sucks. And yeah, I feel like well, with a even, lot of people, even up? even at the very, um, I think it was the same thing where he gave this quote. You know, someone's like, in the audience, in the Q&A, is like, well, you're the one person that's worth looking up to, you know? Ugh, and yeah. he was like, no, yeah, no one should be yeah. taking that in that light. Should have someone, no one. someone should just be like, yeah, wow, you really just missed the whole point of what <laughs> I just said. Yeah. And he immediately just shut it down and... It was great. Well, he should have. <laughs> but man, that's so weird that people would say something like that. Well, yeah. Well, this is um, this is the episode we spoke about James Dean. So, do you have any final James Dean antidote? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of out on James Dean now. Like after yesterday and shit. Like he took a big beating in my head, and I, I haven't really dug him today. And I don't think I'm going to be in any position to really, like, whether or not I forgive him is a little different than, like, whatever stands. But I think I think it takes nothing to just accuse somebody of something online when there will be no formal charges brought up in any capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think shit like that is really terrible. And it's not, I mean, like, it doesn't do anything for anybody. Like, other than you're just hurting the guy's name. And while that's, like, next to nothing, you know what I mean, like, to do, like, it takes nothing to do that, but it fucks up so much, like, I really wish people wouldn't do it, but, I don't know, maybe, maybe fuck the guy, you know? You gotta take it at face value, and it's also not, you know, I'm not interested in porn enough where I'm like, well, I can't afford to lose his body of work yeah but but also uh, I was thinking about what was said <laughs> and uh, you know when people always say um, you know you, you gotta separate you know the the, uh, the man from the art yeah you, you can't really apply that in this situation well I don't I wouldn't really call what he does art <laughs> well well you know, <laughs> like getting his balls sucked his art. <laughs> but this uh, particular instance, that's what he does, is rough sex. That's his uh, forte. So, so like, if I've heard that argument used, like you had to separate the art from the artist, you know, Woody Allen. Uh, Remember you, when you Max, really... Max Hardcore went through, like, the sort of, like, 
like he was just arrested for smut and you know what I mean? Like, and he was really abusing women on film and I really hated that. But, um, I, I don't know. Like, well, first of all, I want to say, I don't necessarily hate that stuff. There's a few that I've seen, but I, I don't imagine it's me. I imagine it's like, you know, my girlfriend and, that's her fantasy, and she's living it out. Because because I'm not, you know, I don't have that piece of shit gene where where I feel I need to do that. Does that make it kind of okay? No, I mean, like, yeah, I guess it makes it kind of okay. But I mean, like, when you're fighting those little fights, like internally, don't like, aren't you already kind of losing? That was a pretty deep, big deep side. Yes. <laughs> it's it's just tricky. That's the whole point, though. Of, yeah, it's a mess, dude. That's what porn is. Yeah, I mean, porn walks a weird line for me. Like, between stuff like I'm not really generally all that cool with, and, you know, sometimes it works out like that I can you know, say I dig it without feeling embarrassed. And other times there's some really awful fucking shit. Well, it's some of the stuff I like, you know, it's perpetuated by women, but if it wasn't, then it would be like Max Hardcore would be in jail twice. You know? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. Well, anyway, what was the point? What was the point of what? You know, that, uh, whatever you were saying. Well, I don't remember what the fuck I said now. Are you crazy? Okay, I think that ends this one. Yeah, that was a good one.